episode eight of the Broken Glass podcast, building a music industry career from the ground up with Kelsey James. You're listening to the Broken Glass podcast, a podcast with a mission to highlight women in the music industry through their stories, from their successes to their trials and tribulations. We'll share tools and resources available to you to make your music dream job come to life or to start that business you've always wanted to own. But most of all, you'll be a part of the Broken Glass community where we support and encourage each other and open the doors to working in music. I'm your host, Christy Jacobson, entrepreneur, music lover, wonderluster, and dreamer. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Broken Glass Podcast. In today's episode, I talk to Kelsey James, writer, editor, social media manager, part-time publicist, and full-time employee outside of the music industry. We talked about getting started in PR and music journalism, managing overwhelm with multiple projects alongside a full-time job, planning out social media posts, and even a little bit about the New Orleans music scene. But a little bit of business before we get to the interview. The Networking in the Music Industry Workbook is almost complete. If you want to network with music industry professionals so you can snag your dream job and to overcome obstacles keeping you from making connections and reaching those goals, then sign up at www.brokenglassmediallc.com networking to receive your free networking in the music industry workbook. Workbooks will be emailed this week and you'll also be subscribed to the Broken Glass Media Newsletter where I'll share podcast updates, articles I find interesting and pertinent, and what's new at Broken Glass Media. That's www.brokenglassmediallc.com slash networking. And last but not least, are you looking for a community of women in music? Do you need women to collaborate and connect with, to support, and to learn alongside? Check out our Facebook community, The Broken Glass Collective, where women across the music industry are gathering to connect, collaborate, and support one another. We're growing every day, so come join us at facebook.com slash groups slash The Broken Glass Collective. And now on to the interview with Kelsey. Okay, welcome to the Broken Glass Podcast, Kelsey. Yay, thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm so excited. (laughs) Um, So let's just kind of jump right in. Tell me um, a little about yourself and what you're doing, what you do in the music industry and and all that. Of course. Well, um, I'm Kelsey. I live in New Orleans right now. um, And I... In the music industry, I work with a PR company called Tallulah PR and Management based out of New York, and I also am an editor and social media manager for a company in New Orleans called Riverbeats. Um, and then on top of all that, I work a nine-to-five doing digital marketing um, as well, just to kind of, you know, make sure I can live and eat food and have a have a roof over my head that's always <laughs> so, important yeah definitely definitely but um yeah I mean that's kind of an overview of what I do currently so how did you how did you get involved in in music were you did like a performer musician and then it kind of went from there or what what was your kind of in into the industry well so um I I was I mean I've always been the kind of friend that would make like mix like a mix CD you know when that was a thing for my friends and like have it in the car or whatever playing um so I've always been into music and I I didn't actually think to look into what was possible like in the industry until after I went to 
EDC Orlando uh, 2016, and I saw <laughs> it's so embarrassing. I saw Cav- Cal- the Calvin Harris and Tiesto, and I was like, "Oh my God, what what is this? What is going on?" And from that point on, I kind of looked more into how I could get involved in the festival world, in the music industry world. And getting involved with festivals was kind of actually my first uh, jump into getting involved in the music industry. How did you, um, what did you do when you were getting involved in festivals? Um, um, so when I first started out, I reached out to a bunch of different music blogs and was just like, I like writing, I like music, uh, can I work with you, can I write for you? And that's kind of how I got my first, like my first jump into that. So I was able to attend shows and festivals and basically reviewed the event. And then I kind of moved on into photography and messed around with that a little bit. But um, it wasn't really where my heart was at. It's more into the writing and, and yeah, okay. yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's really cool. What, what are some of the events that you've attended? Anything big, or are they all just more local? Yeah, no, I, so my very first event was um, Imagine Music Festival in Atlanta three years ago, and I've actually been and gone to Imagine um, since then every year as media, and I've, each time I've gotten, like, more access to, like, interviews and whatnot, so I've, like, been able to actually see myself, like, oh, hey, I was this little rave girl trying to go backstage taking photos and now I'm interviewing some of the major headliners which has been kind of cool to see progression um but I've I've traveled literally everywhere to cover shows I've been to LA to cover Odessa at the Staples Center I've been to um Denver to cover uh, a festival there so it's definitely taken me a lot of places and I'm super grateful for that yeah who was your favorite um artist or anybody really to interview oh man um so I would definitely say Odessa because I am obsessed with them (laughs) but we uh like uh River Beats we actually interviewed them um about a month ago when they came through New Orleans for Voodoo Music Festival so that was definitely like a check off the bucket list for sure yeah that is awesome yeah Definitely. Yeah. Um, so you'd have the two outside of your full-time job, you do mm-hmm. uh, Tolua PR and management and river beats. Um, mm-hmm. and you had said for, uh, the PR and management, what exactly do you do? Like, is it, you just kind of like evening weekend when they need you, or do you have like a set kind of schedule and, and you well, kind of it that way? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I began with Tallulah, uh, about, I began working with her in January of this year and I was an intern and I interned with her for about six months and I worked uh, on a project by project case. So like when she would get an artist and needed help, you know, uh, writing a pitch or sending pitches out, that's kind of when I would step in. Um, And then about a month ago, you know, she, uh, Ava is the owner of Tulula, and I'm super grateful for her, but she kind of, you know, saw potential in me. And um, so now me and her are, uh, I work with her on a project by, uh, by project, ba- like case. 
So I just wrapped up my own um, solo project as a junior publicist with Tallulah about a month ago for an artist called Nico Pop. Um, and then we have one that we're working on right now together. And then um, I think things will probably pick up in the spring. But right now things are kind of quiet because people are working on, you know, they're hibernating. So they're working on their music. <laughs> that season to just put your head down and, and kind of hide. Yeah. From I don't, I don't blame them. Yeah. <laughs> so what does that kind of like you do? You said a lot, it's a lot of publicity and mm-hmm. kind of creating pitches. What, what does that look like? Um, like I kind of know the concept of creating a, a pitch, you know, at least as a person and as a brand and is yeah. it kind of similar and are you doing it for artists or mm-hmm. is it for the company? So uh, basically, yeah, we come up with uh, Tula kind of embraces like a storytelling pitch. So they give uh, like we give a story about the artist that people can connect with and people will want to write about. Um, Because, I mean, in the end, uh, people people will click on links and probably won't read it. But we want to get something and we want people to write about our artists that will make people want to read about it. So it's kind of um, like the basis of of what we do. Um, And I mean, each release, you know, we kind of change it up and we write it. We talk about the song um, because, I mean, that's what it all comes down to is the music. Right. And that storytelling is a unique way to to connect with people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you can get your your usual like well, this song is being released, but if you can yeah. wrap it into like some kind of story, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I think a lot of brands and, and, you know, influencers are starting to do today. Definitely. Like look at Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. And you just see people's stories and the way they kind of position themselves and it's, it's their own like life story, I guess, really. Yeah. It's all about like creating a personality and like giving that release or that EP or album a personality. Do you have a favorite project you've worked on? I know you haven't been with her that long, but. Yeah, well, I would say my favorite project right now is actually the one that I just finished up by myself because it was just like a huge accomplishment. Like I I never would have thought, you know, a year ago that I would be uh, doing this. But um, it was uh, an artist called Nico Pop and he is brand new uh, and he just created a side project making really fun dance dancey energetic music and a lot of people connected with that and I felt super accomplished that people you know kind of connected with the story and with the music itself um and then River Beats um Mm -hmm. what can you give us a little background on River Beats and then and what you do with them yeah, River Beats is like my baby. Um, it's not really, my, it's not really my baby, but it's kind of uh, River Beats. I began working, or well, they are a multimedia company based out of New Orleans. They do uh, events in New Orleans, and they've done a couple events outside of the state. Um, they are a blog. We cover music, culture, different events, and uh, kind of everything. Uh, so it's really, really fun to work with because we kind of, uh, we we don't work in one particular area. But um, I began uh, working with them as a writer. And uh, now I've, I've been working with them for almost a, a year and a half. And I'm now an editor and social media manager. 
Okay. So I've definitely worked my way up and they, they saw the potential in me as well, like Tallulah did. And now here I am. When you started with them, was it, you know, you found them and then you kind of pitched to them or did they come to you or how does that, yeah. you know, I don't really know all that much about, I mean, I write, but I've mm-hmm. never been really so anything. So what does that look like? Almost everyone that I've ever worked with, it's been me reaching out to them like on a total whim. Like, hey, I write here. Here's what I do. Here's my resume, my portfolio. Um, and that's kind of how I got started. They were like, oh, hey, let's let's give her a shot, you know. But uh, it was it was kind of cool because at the time I didn't live in New Orleans and they were primarily uh, like the people that worked for River Beats was in New Orleans, but I lived in Atlanta. So I was able to do uh, and cover things in Atlanta. Um, and I kind of opened their their audience from just being uh, primarily New Orleans to Atlanta as well. Right. Help them kind of grow and expand a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, like when I first started writing for them, they probably had, uh, well, we probably had 9,000 likes on Facebook and now we're almost at 30,000 oh, wow. in a year and a half. Yeah. That's incredible to, to have that kind of growth. Yeah. It's, it's been really cool to literally, like literally be there from almost like the ground up and watch it grow. Right. Yeah. Um, so we, in the broken glass collective, which is um, mm-hmm. our, our group of um, music industry, I guess, professionals and, artists, um, kind of anybody who's interested and wants to do something in the industries in there. Um, mm-hmm. We talked um, a little bit a couple weeks ago about managing uh, overwhelm and, mm-hmm. you know, cause a lot of, a lot of us in there, we have our, our full-time jobs and whether that's in music or not. And then we're also doing side projects, you know, writing albums, yeah. recording, performing. Um, and mm-hmm. now you do your full-time job and you work for uh, Tolua and River Beats. Mm-hmm. How do you, do you ever feel a sense of overwhelm with all of that? Um, and if so, oh, how, how do you manage yeah. that? Like what's your kind of your process for yeah. keeping yourself it, sane? <laughs> it, it can definitely uh, be a lot for sure. Uh, luckily I work in a full-time position where I kind of have some downtime and in that downtime, I will like batch task and, and either, uh, work completely on river beats and schedule a bunch of stuff to go out on the Instagram or the Twitter or both, or I will edit a bunch of articles all at one time. So I, I try to like if I have the extra time during the day, then I get that done, and that's great. Um, and if not, I, you know, if I have to work a little bit later, but I definitely do feel overwhelmed at times. And during that time, I just kind of have to, like, take a step back and make a game plan to kind of, you know, be like, okay, I'll work on this for an hour and then I'll kind of switch gears and work on a different project. Okay. And you said um, you you do a lot of the scheduling for social media. What types of platforms do you use for that? Because I know there's just so many out there and they all have their different perks. Uh, and Yeah. I have literally tried so many. I Okay. I first began working with Hootsuite, but kind of didn't really like that one that much. Now, 
Um, I for our Twitter, I completely uh, schedule everything through the Twitter like app itself. They don't they don't advertise that you can do that, but you can do it. Um, and then for Instagram, I do everything through Planoly. And uh, on Planoly, it's uh, free if you like for one account, and it shows you every like everything on the Instagram. Like you can plan out the grid. Okay. If you're like super like you care about the aesthetic or whatever, or your color color scheme, you can see uh, everything right there in front of you before it actually goes out on your Instagram. Yeah, those are those. Uh... I find with mine too, like, you know, I'm like, okay, I just kind of, kind of throw things in there, but I've been looking for some platforms. So yeah, there, there's a bunch. Um, I mean, Buffer is another great I've heard uh, of them. option yeah. as well. Yeah. Buffer, uh, you can do Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter on all of them and you can have up to three accounts for free. Okay. So yeah. And it, and it'll uh, automatically schedule it for you. Mm-hmm. So like with, me and having another job like I said I can uh schedule everything out like in a month if I wanted to uh and then it'll automatically go out at whatever time I set it to go out at and I just don't I'm it's very like hands off right and then you can kind of keep yourself a little together yeah like (laughs) exactly so that way I would only have to work on two jobs at one time rather than three Yeah. (laughs) yeah that makes sense yeah, because yeah. you know, for me too, I I do my full time job, and then I do the broken glass, mm-hmm. broken glass media, and then I do a, a fun history podcast. So, um, oh yeah, you got you, your hands are full <laughs> as well. Yeah, and there's some days like for me when I get overwhelmed, I shut down. So I've I've been trying yeah. to like you know learn ways to kind of overcome that, and those are some definitely yeah. some good ideas. You know, for for everyone, you know, all the different. I mean, there's there's definitely uh, so many options out there, like even like a small virtual assistant, if you have the extra money to kind of outsource like a a different project or whatnot. I don't, I don't use that, but if I make, when I make that much money, I will definitely use that. I know it hopefully soon. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I actually did want to ask you, you know, you talked a little about New Orleans. Um, mm-hmm. That's where you live and, and you do mm-hmm. um, writing for River Beats for them. Um, mm-hmm. What's everybody thinks of New Orleans as, you know, New Orleans jazz, you know, I think it's very uncommon to hear anybody talk about any other kind of music. So what's other than, mm-hmm. you know, the kind of, I guess, more of the touristy jazz places, what's the music scene like there? So it's actually really funny because majority of the like the people that come to the main venues where like the younger people go to are not jazz at all. They're not even like any kind of funk at all, which is really <laughs> disappointing. Really like you can go to you can walk into any bar on Bourbon or Frenchman and you'll you'll get some jazz. You'll get a little bit of saxophone whatever. Uh, but the main venues in New Orleans, we have uh, we have a handful of them, but the main two actually only bring like big house people or like heavy, heavy bass or rhythm DJs, like because that's what the people, the crowd here is pretty young. Okay. And that's, that's that sound that people want to listen right. to and headbang to whatever. <laughs> I don't judge. 
Yeah, that's just interesting to me, you know, because yeah. I've never, I've never been. So to, you know, and it's kind. Of, I guess it's similar to Nashville, right? Where you know people yeah, think, it, oh, Nashville country music, country. but uh-huh. um, you know, I talked to um, to Catherine Forbes a couple weeks ago. She is in Nashville, mm-hmm. um, and then I have my cousins there too. And you know, just between the two of them, you know, there's like. It's it's not. It's nothing yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> it, they put on, like, I mean, like I said, you can definitely go into a bar or a club on the main touristy route, but that's not what people go out to see, right. really. People that are local, at yeah. least. Yeah, that's so interesting. I, I definitely want to – I want to come to New Orleans and, and check it out. And I and, do want to check yeah, the jazz definitely. part out, but I'm like, you know, just, you know, being involved in the industry, I'm like, what else is there? <laughs> Yeah, there, there's we get a lot of different people here, which is really, really cool. Um, like we, uh, like this weekend, we have, um, uh, I can't even. We have a a bass artist coming, and then next weekend we have like Adventure Club coming. So you you'll never know. Like every week is a different genre, right. which is really cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's cool. It's you know, like Los Angeles and and New York are kind of like that too, right? Different. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Big, big hubs for different Yeah, genres. yeah. And there's, you know, one venue that I go to where I could go see, you know, like a punk rock band one night and then they've mm-hmm. got a country artist the next night. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's really cool. Like, that's bringing cool, though. Different, yeah, different yeah. people and you're not just sticking to one, you know, because, I mean, you get your larger venues Funny. that always bring them rotating genres and, you know, all the different people. Mm-hmm. But it was, it's a small, mm-hmm. just a small venue um, uh, in West Hollywood that, you know, it's, it's kind of known as it's as like, you know, or kind of a rock venue. But when you look at the lineup, yeah. you're like, okay, well, that guy's country. <laughs> that's that's nice. um, yeah. kind of a pop band. So <laughs> it's cool to see that. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's broadening people's like horizons on who they would normally like go out and yeah. listen to, which is always cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm the kind of, the only thing I really don't go for is like metal. But for the most yeah, part, I keep I keep it open mind. Yeah, I'm like I I appreciate yeah. the music, even if I don't like it, I'll you know appreciate it. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so that's just kind of switching gears a little bit. Um, you know, I like mm-hmm. with with the Broken Glass podcast, I kind of like to just get a vibe from everybody. Um, kind mm-hmm. of about you know we're we're women and we're in the music industry and just kind of the way things are going right now. Um, mm-hmm. when you you know, kind of entered these two different companies um, in in music. Did you f- come across any kind of resistance, um, like as as a woman, or does that really kind of not affect you because you're more the the kind of journalist and then pu- publicity side of it? Well, when I fir- like my the very first blog that I ever wrote for, it was uh, before I began working and writing for River Beats. Uh, I definitely got that vibe it was uh all, it was all men and I was pretty I think I was the only girl actually that wrote for them and uh I always felt like I they were mansplaining to me the entire time which I did not like at all so when I reached out to River Beats I kind of was like hey I'm I'm writing for this blog now and I don't like how I am being talked to and that's kind of how I made that transition from the first blog that I was writing for to Riverbeats but ever since I made that transition I have had 
uh, no resistance really. Like the girl that I began writing for under River Beats, her name is Megan. She's great as well. Uh, she kind of, you know, guided me along the way, and everyone is very opening or welcoming. And um, Tallulah, the same thing. It's all women. It's a all like there's five of us that work um, under Ava. It's her PR and management company, right. and it's all women. So we are running that yeah. thing, <laughs> and and it's it's really like great and refreshing to see because we. I mean, we're all constantly interacting with men and whatnot. And I mean, people constantly think that my name on email is a man. Really? Like, I, which is really, yes, it's so annoying. Like, I, I remember uh, one time I received an email back and the guy was like, uh, like, he just referred to me as a male, which was annoying. But that happens very rarely, and ever since I began working for these two companies, I haven't really had uh, any issues or anything like that. Yeah, it's awesome to have that kind of support and and to have, I guess they're they're almost like mentors to you, where you can. Yeah, that that's exactly how it's been. They've taken me under their yeah. wing. Have you ever felt when you're doing interviews with people, or any kind of like, I guess not really resistance, but is everybody kind of, you know, cool with it or do they just, do you feel certain people just, Oh, well you're, you know, you're female. So I've from like inter- interviewing an artist, I've actually never experienced that That's really awesome. at all, which is very, very yeah. refreshing. Yeah. I, because I know uh, I'm sure there are artists that are like that, but I feel like I would never, have the interest in interviewing them to begin with. I guess, yeah, that's true. You <laughs> so, want to talk to somebody yeah. who, you know, can really, I guess, respect like, you. Yeah. Give, give something insightful. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I prefer to interview people that I find inspirational. Um, so that's kind of translates into how they interact with right. people. Yeah. And, and, you know, people are mindful and live, live that way, you know, and then when you, you get that, yeah, exactly. um, you get to them to talk to them. They're mm-hmm. just, you know, they're normal, I guess, probably <laughs> the best way to put it. Yeah. It, yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot less like intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So sure. what are you kind of looking forward to? Um, do you have any plans? I know you just, you said this is kind of like the the dead season for, for a lot, but, mm-hmm. you know, you're looking to maybe kind of grow more into these roles and then, start doing music more full-time or do you like what you do and you just kind of want to keep it as like a side? Well, the goal is to eventually be able to make uh, the money that I would like to where I don't have to work my nine to five and work full-time in the music industry. I don't exactly like have a timeline on that, hopefully sooner rather than later. But uh, for now, I don't really mind, you know, having to put in the extra hours to be able to do things that I want to do and am passionate about while still making sure I can afford to pay rent. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of, I guess, how it is when you're kind of our age, you got to do the hustle. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's totally how it is. I, I don't think I've met anyone in, I mean, I'm sure there are people out there, but everyone that I've ever come across in the industry is in the same exact boat yeah. as I am, or they've so, been there. I'm not. We're like yeah. we're not alone. Yeah, even yeah, if exactly. they're not now, they've they've been there. I um 
on Saturday, I went to a networking event and um, it was the uh, VP of A&R for Warner Records was was there talking. Oh, and he, he nice. kind of made that same comment. He said, you know, because he's from, I think originally from Florida, I think, and okay. was kind of DJing okay. and, and, you know, kind of very similar. And he just said, you know, it's hard, you know, and he said, yeah. do, do something yeah. that's going to make you money, but then... You know, you, mm-hmm. you just have to oh, basically hustle. Yeah, you basically have to, <laughs> yeah. see, you know, live. Don't just, like, drop everything so you could do music because mm-hmm. a lot of those people end up leaving with them the next year. He said just yep. do something yep. to make you money and then just keep at it. Yep. You definitely have to put in the time yeah. for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, what resources – do you have anything, like, any resources you'd recommend for other women – looking to start in, I guess, in music, in, in journalism for music or, you know, social media, kind of anything that you really do? Yeah. Um, so I, okay, well, I found the job with Tallulah, uh, in a Facebook group. I believe I'm in so many, it's ridiculous, but I believe it was in the, um, the girls behind the rock scene Facebook group. And I posted on there, uh, being like, hey, I'm interested in learning more about PR, anyone looking for an intern. And that's kind of how I got uh, my position, or that that is how I got my position with Tallulah. Um, so I would def- definitely recommend like looking into different Facebook groups, like even searching like women in music, or I, I believe that is a, yes. a Facebook yeah. group actually. Um, yeah, there there's a ton out there and it can be kind of overwhelming, but I think I feel like each one has a little bit of nugget of, of wisdom that you can find in there, or like find a potential job or an internship. Um, and for social media, I kind of, I'm pretty much self-taught, but there is a, uh, like a, fa- a Facebook group and a online, like it teaches you everything basically called Social Media University. And that kind of taught me everything uh, about like Facebook ads and um, like doing Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that, which is really cool. Now I'll have to look those up. Um, I haven't yeah. heard I haven't heard either of them, so There's I'm like, gonna definitely look into them. Yeah, look look them up. Um, I believe. I mean, and then like I I read books. I have like the the music industry book thing you know the big thick one um i have i have a couple <laughs> i know hold on hold on yeah, right I ha- wait i have it like right here wait oh yeah the the music business but oh, yeah, all you yeah. need to know yes. about the music business the Bible. yep <laughs> and every yep that, that every was two a, years is a new edition <laughs> i know i yeah. know I feel like I feel like it can't change that well, much. Well, <laughs> so the first time I bought that book, I was in undergrad, and I think that uh, was in. I'm probably gonna date myself here. 2005 <laughs> or 2006. It was 2005. yeah, nice. and so that was um, we'd gone through kind of Napster and all that kind of stuff, right? But um, yeah, iTunes oh, had just started selling. <laughs> mp3s and there was no spotify there was no i think pandora i don't know if pandora has started or not but it was it was pre-streaming right so um Uh and then the second time i bought it was in grad school uh three years ago so you know yeah it's about you know it was about a 10 year difference (laughs) 
Yeah, you can see the just, change, I'm sure, in how music yeah. evolved. Basically. So it's uh, it's definitely interesting to kind of look back at that first one I ever bought and then, and, and see. Yeah, to see the change. Because now they got included. And, and now um, with the Music Modernization Act having been passed a couple weeks ago, yeah, and put in that's going to mm-hmm. change everything again, right? It's going to – so it's yeah. – it's definitely not an industry no. that sits still, for sure. Um, definitely. I mean, even even today, SoundCloud like removed some art, like a a handful of artists' music, just because. I think the music got restored, but uh, that was a pretty big thing uh, on my feed today about hmm. SoundCloud deleting just deleting. Have to look at that. Yeah, and read up on that. Um, yeah, because that's a big hub for a lot of the like kind of EDM and, and that yeah. smaller. Yeah, it, it's like EDM and like even mm-hmm. rap, and there's a couple of up and coming pop people on there as well. Yeah, I don't I listen to, don't listen to it too much, but um, I have a coworker who he uses it for his his music all the time. He does a lot of um, EDM and, yeah. and that and podcasting, so. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty loyal to Spotify, but I'll occasionally listen. Yeah, to yeah, I have it. I just, um, you know, I, I do more podcast listening than I, at this point. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, very true. Um, so, w- what would be your um, other than looking into like the groups and that? What would be your best piece of advice for um, mm-hmm. women who want to enter music, um, kind of in in the area that you're in? Yeah. So, basically, I wouldn't have got gotten anything that I've gotten if I didn't put myself out there. So I highly, highly recommend, um, you know, sending that cold email with your resume to whoever you want to work for, even if you live in the same city, going in and bringing in your a hard copy of your resume. People will probably look at you like you're crazy, but they will remember you for sure. I mean, people are just kind of I mean, it's all done behind the computer, but if you make an effort to show that you really want to work for someone, then people will remember that. Um, And then another piece, like if you do uh, social media or if you're a photographer, which I first started doing, um, having a portfolio is whether it be like something you put together on Canva or if you have a website, like a little cheap one, like just showcasing your work is super important because people want people I mean we're very visual so being able to see like your social media campaigns or the photos that you've taken will definitely help right. in the so, long run. yeah I can give you kind of um not necessarily like that but yeah like yeah leverage. they can see okay you've done this yeah. work and, and and that rather than saying I do social yeah. media and then having nothing yeah exactly I mean I I feel like I've uh definitely been able to get some jobs because I've had that visual portfolio and I I feel like it doesn't matter like whatever industry you're in like even if you're a writer having writing samples on a website like and showing what you've done yeah will help yeah that that's you know I guess for kind of anything you do like you know I write a little bit so you know I have I have my stuff up um I'm trying to build a a personal Mm -hmm. website but yeah people can find yeah I mean, it it takes some time. It takes some time and it might get frustrating, but in the end, like it it would be so worth it. 
Um, do you have any favorite books or any podcasts that inspire you? Um, I know we met, we talked about uh, the music business book, but is there anything, you know, it doesn't have to be business or, or media related. Yeah. So, um, well, I follow like a lot of motivational, like the inspirational kind of women on Instagram. Uh, my favorite is uh, Jenna Kutcher from the yes, Gold Digger I podcast. Yes, I follow her too. <laughs> uh, yeah, she is. She is my favorite. She's actually one of my first podcasts that I ever actually like started listening to on a regular basis because like her, just what she talks about, you know, it kind of it, she just touches on everything. Like even she touch, touches on a lot of like entrepreneurship stuff, like even photography and Instagram and social media. And so she kind of has something for everyone. Uh, and then the. I mean, I, I have uh, the She Means Business book, and that kind of has, like, helps me get a little fire mm-hmm. under my butt to just keep keep doing what I'm doing until one day I <laughs> don't have to work that nine to five. Yeah, yeah, I have that book, too. Um, I'm about quarter of the way yeah, through it, I think, so. It, it's really good. Print the worksheet okay. on online that she has uh so that way you can like write physically write everything out and then like hang it up on your wall and see like what you want to do and your goals and stuff yeah she's I follow her a little bit too she's pretty inspirational and I think she just had a baby too both of them yeah yeah I know yeah I'm pretty sure they both did Uh, yeah (laughs) that's crazy and and they're still rocking their businesses so that's that's even more inspirational (laughs) definitely they're killing it um so just kind of wrapping up here, where can my listeners find you, find out more about, you know, your your companies that you work for? Yeah. Um, well, I can give you the link to everything uh, on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter for River Beats. It's all River Beats 1. Uh, for Facebook, Insta, Twitter, it's all Tallulah PR. And then I can um, give – link my uh, personal social media as well if people would like to talk to me (laughs) oh wait I did want to I did want to say one thing um with Riverbeats I am looking for a social media intern so if anyone listening has has any kind of interest in that then they can totally okay awesome yeah and I'll uh I'll uh I'll link to you and in, in our show notes that way they can touch with you yeah, yeah that's perfect. awesome well thank you so much for for chatting today kelsey this was really awesome of course. thank you for listening to the broken glass podcast if you like the show and want to know more visit www.brokenglassmediallc.com subscribe to the podcast and don't forget to leave a review join me each week to hear new stories learn all about the tools and resources available to you and get tips for building a career in music If you're interested in becoming part of a community of supportive women in music, join our secret community on Facebook at the Broken Glass Collective.